Well, good evening, K-Favers out there in K-Fake City. This is your executive, executive vice president. This week on Shooting on K-Fabe, Josiah and I ran into a little bit of some audio issues, so I do apologize for that. We are using a new program, but it would be very bad of me not to put out some content because you hear me say it all the time. Content is content. Folks, we're working out these kinks, but thanks for checking it out. Have a great day. Let me know what you think. Send your complaints, send your praise to me, Adam Rotella. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, hello and welcome to the brand new Kayfabe TV set. I gotta say, it's, this is absolutely beautiful. I cannot wait to talk with you, Josiah. How's it going, my man? Haven't, haven't seen you in, in, in a couple weeks. You were busy. I know. I was busy. Life is busy. But folks, look at what, look at what we created here. This is a level up for Kayfabe Tees. And if you cannot see the smile on my face, you're not paying attention out there. Josiah, how's it going, my man? Adam, it is great, and it's always great. Like I always say, to talk to you, it feels like it feels like it's been a while, and I'm excited to hopefully get into a normal rhythm again. But look, as you said, the time in between has been fruitful and bountiful because we are in a brand new setting here for KJPG, <laughs> and it is so freaking exciting. I just need to uh, up my game. I know you are well lit. You have a high-definition webcam. I, you have been it is. upping your <laughs> and I am schmucking it in a Riverton, Wyoming shop on a laptop. <laughs> the home studio is actually getting uh, revamped and uh, upgraded. There will be investments in that uh, in the coming months as well. So, Well, uh, you know, Josiah, as we always say, man, content is content. Yeah, the audio is going to be a little weird, the, 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 but it doesn't matter, folks. What, one of the things that I, I, I want to um, really get out there for people is that if you want to make content, if you want to be a content creator, you just need to actually start. And I think that that's something that Man, we hold true to that philosophy every week. I've held true to that philosophy for the last two years of my life, my man. So to, 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 to start to surround myself with other people that have that mindset is exactly why you and I do this, exactly why we started this. Jeez, man, I think this is week, we're kayfabe in the weeks, but this is week 17 of shooting on kayfabe business. Maybe 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 this should be our uh, season two premiere. Huh? I there we go. Yes. I like that. Well, I, I, the, the, the new changes make it seem like that. Josiah, why don't you let the people know, because I'm sure that they're very invested in what we actually do in our personal lives. Why don't you let the people know what you've been up to these last two weeks? I think you were at some kind of giant concert in the middle of some rocks somewhere a couple of weeks ago. Man, I was. So a couple of weeks ago, I was doing that. The week before that, I had five consecutive nights of 7 p.m. to 2.30 a.m. printing for this event. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on staff for the event um, as is. 
and I handle all of the artist merch coming in. I handle all the sponsors who have booths up at the top of the venue. I coordinate everything and do a lot of logistics stuff the day of. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, in addition to that, the guy who you know employed us all for the staff team. The thing about Red Rocks is it's a it's a city-run venue, so technically it's a union house. So you can't touch a piece of equipment, you can't touch a piece of merch, you can't touch any of that. Wow. Union workers, you just get to give it to them and be like, "Great job! I'm just gonna check in with you and see if you're doing what you need to do." So, a little, little bizarre in that in that aspect. But there's plenty of other stuff to do. So, um, five nights, man, seven thirty to two thirty a.m. Printing. Yeah. Shirts, front and back. I mean, I have never been more tired, sleep deprived, delirious, delusional. Uh, you know, sleep deprivated, all those other, you know, you know, adjectives. I was just so out of it. And then <clears throat> leading up to the event, uh, to the day of the event, um, didn't get home till three in the morning after the event. And so it has been wild. It's a lot of fun. If you've ever been to a concert at Red Rocks, you know, the venue is amazing. If you ever get the chance to go under the stage, it's even more incredible. The history there, the autograph tunnel, the pictures, mm-hmm. I mean, all of it is really phenomenal. Now, didn't the didn't yeah. the Beatles play there a long time ago? It was like one of the only American venues that the Beatles yeah. played at. Yeah, so so back, when you're under the stage, backstage in the in the little uh, area where the production trucks back in and unload equipment, there's a huge picture of the audience from oh. that time. It's a giant picture of the ticket stub, and I mean it's it's pretty phenomenal. And on the wall next to their catering area. They have every single act ever in chronological order that has ever been at that place. So you can just comb through and see all of the names of these historic music acts that have, you know, come and, and performed there. So it's, it's insane, dude. And uh, the event went really well. I was super pleased uh, to be a part. But then it was just rest and recovery. <laughs> trying to get some sleep back, still having a day job to do, obviously. Um, and then got got away with the wife, went to Steamboat Springs, a little mountain ski resort town. Uh, that was phenomenal. But found out that um, it was really hard for the first time to allow myself to unplug and relax. And I don't usually have that problem. But there was just so much more to be done um, back home for what for apparel and all that stuff. And so had some relaxing moments, but uh, it wasn't as relaxing as I'd like it to be. And, and the, the, the offices of what for apparel and K15's Colorado branch have been redone. I saw that. Looks great. Dope. It's so good not to have production next door. It's just strictly an office space where you can totally chill, get work done. I'm going to build a set there, upgrade the home studio, because I finally feel like I have a space that yeah. is legitimate to do that with. So in a nutshell, in a tiny <laughs> little nutshell, that's what my life. Dude, no, that 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 sounds great, Josiah. One second, like when 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 it comes to when it comes to changing your space around, is that something that just it must be so therapeutic to actually see that the business is going in a direction that is so well that you guys are projecting. You know, obviously, you guys are doing well if you're changing things around, making things look better, making it more of a uh, a, a, a a working and and living situation is yeah. phenomenal, yeah. man. 100%. We're getting a, a tunnel dryer in. It's there, I think, today mm-hmm. here in Wyoming. 
tunnel dryer. It's a ten foot long conveyor dryer that we'll put the shirts on, so no more heat presses. Wow. <laughs> print it and lay it nicely on the and it just dries the vibrancy stays intact because it's not being put there's no pressure being put on it mm-hmm. and so that's going to up the production quality even more now uh, more than you know than it already is and uh, we've moved the production the mug production stuff into where we used to office we're making plans of investing in a second printer we're making plans of eventually bringing embroidery in house so mm-hmm. there's tons of like expansion and to have a nice office space where you could actually bring someone in, have them sit down on the couch, talk ideas, talk business, move everything against the wall, put a pull in a poker table, have a poker game, whatever, you know, it's a, it, it's a great space to love it. To have. So, uh, yeah, it, it's uh, growing at a rapid pace, man. And, and I love being part of that and, and events like the thing at Red Rocks is just love event putting on events and conventions. Let's, let's talk about that for a second because one of the things that you said after that event to me was, dude, I could put together a wrestling event. And I'm like, wow, we went from t-shirts to putting on events now. Um, that's a hell of a jump. But talk, 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 about, talk about what your, what, what your role was in that and, what, and like just, just having, having, having responsibility is such a fantastic thing when it comes to big events like that. Why don't you talk about that a little bit more? Yeah. So, so I don't, I don't want to appear, um, you know, more ignorant than I, than I might right now. I'm, I think that, uh, it's, it's a huge task to put on a wrestling show. Of course. I was saddled with that responsibility that I could pull off really, really just no mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) But being, being a pastor's kid, right, when you'd have, you know, weekend conferences, services, it was the pastor's family, really, that was rallied together, bring in, get the, you know, music stuff ready, bring in stuff for the special speakers. And, and so my whole life, I've been involved in conference or event planning in some aspect on a large and small scale. So um, my, my responsibilities for the St. Red Rocks were to contact every artist to make sure their merch was headed to the right direction, let them know of any markups from the venue, uh, get their payment stuff ready so that they could get paid after the event, meet, you know, making sure all the merch was there on time, and contacting vendors and organizing booth spaces, giving out logistical information. This is when you need to be here. This is your load in time. This is what you need. This is what you have to have. This is how many people you need to bring. Mm-hmm. Super, you know, the minutiae, the details. You know, getting all of that sent out, and then the day of meeting everybody, bringing them in, getting them to where they need to go, designate responsibility to who needs to have the responsibility, and making sure that everything is running smoothly. Putting out fires, I put out so fires the day of the event that my head was spinning because the guy, the 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 venue worker, the head dude, venue manager, was dropping balls all day long, and it drove me crazy. Yeah, and I had to be the one. You know, communicate that like, man, so sorry. I know you, we were promised this. It's not here yet. I'm gonna get on it. I'm getting them on the phone right now. I'm walking up and down all of those stairs at Red Rocks trying to find this schmuck. It was awesome. <laughs> um, we'll make sure to send so, this to him. Yeah, exactly. Tag him. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, man, it was uh, it, it was crazy. Lots of details to be held and to be juggled, but it there's the. There's a rhythm and a smoothness and an art to handling it, to being peaceful in that moment when you're speaking with someone, not letting your emotions from this situation spill over to your conversation with this person who has no idea, no nothing to do with the separate situation, mm-hmm. keeping your head full. 
and being able to to you know roll with the punches and things change on the fly. You have to adapt. You have to make new plans. You have to make it work. And so I've done that my whole life in different capacities, whether it's a church, you know, conference, a whole weekend conference, a giant one day concert with eight or nine of the top, you know, Christian artists in the country mm-hmm. and communicating with them. And you learn in that moment because I know some of these people and I, I do enjoy their work, but I've, because I've had the opportunity to be around, I have learned that you can't treat them. You can't mark out. You can't be a fan. You can't, you, you need to treat them like a person. You need to be personable. Yep. You need to be able to carry a conversation and, and not ask for a picture and maintain professionalism and just be happy in the moment that you're going to communicate with this guy that you are aware of, you know, his work, you're a fan of them or whatever. So that's been ingrained in me my entire life. Like, no, nah, dude, don't ever ask for a picture. Don't ever have him sign it. Like, don't be that guy. Yeah. So when, when you're in that capacity, now if I'm a fan going to something and I see someone and I mark out, whatever, I don't have to be professional. I'm just like, holy shit. But you know, if you're working like a Starcast, you know, if you're working in a Starcast, you can't be the guy that asks Cody Rhodes for a picture because super unprofessional. You, you're reflecting on a larger team. Yeah, there team. it is right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you, you have to understand everyone's watching your interaction with this person to see, one, if you belong in that space, if you're going to be back in that space. And if you do something like that, then you have to go because you're misrepresenting and shining a bad light on everybody else on the team. So in a nutshell, being in those details and being and interacting with those kinds of people, I feel like if I was to be a part of a wrestling show or the booking or the logistics, then I would have a good feel. There's a learning curve, but I feel like I would be able to apply all of those, all that knowledge to that, you know, kind of event yeah you know josiah i think i think you and i need to go and volunteer at at a Starcast one of these days once it gets you know uh, a little bit closer to one of our areas i think that would be a great uh thing for both you and i to go do together oh dude it would be a blast i would absolutely love it like i said it's part of my dna it's what i know event conference planning whatever whatever you want to call it um, I've been doing it since I was like nine years old and I, I love facilitating moments for other people. It sounds weird, but I love being able to facilitate those moments of, wow, I got to meet this person or wow, this was awesome. I really enjoyed this night. There's a lot of pride to, to, to feel when something you're involved in and you're working so hard with goes greatly. That night at, the, at Red Rocks, seeing 8,000 people there yeah. themselves, just taking a moment to stop and look and being like, wow. Every moment, every stress, every anxiety attack, all of it is completely worth it because you're facilitating a moment for people to enjoy. And they'll never know the, the amount of work that goes on the back end, but that's your seeds to sow later. You, you know, you're you going to reap those rewards, and this is just a small part of it, seeing people enjoy what you're, what you're doing. So, love it, man. we got to volunteer to start cast together, and maybe one day... Our crazy asses will put on a wrestling show. I don't know. You never know. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. I'm sure from here to the moon, there's a wrestling show in between. So I like it. I like it. I like it. Man, I, I'm, I'm happy you went a little bit more in depth than that because that was definitely worth it right there as well, my man. For me, Josiah, good Lord Almighty, am I. Ge- 
Dude, am I getting used to being a a late night bar back out here? Good God, man! Like I, I thought, like in 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 Vegas, my restaurant closed at at midnight. Out here, we close at at at, at one or two, depending on the depending on the traffic, man. And it is busy every single night, which is fantastic for the pocketbook. Fantastic for you know constant something to do. Um, and the, 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 the new job has actually given me a set schedule already because you know, man, I'm just bar backing. It's not that hard of a job to do folks. If you just apply yourself to any job, any job is not that hard to do. But you know, since, since, since quitting my store manager job two years ago to go for this goal, having a job where, you know, I really don't talk to a lot of people when I go to work. My job is to just set things up for the bartenders and keep them, keep them good all night. So to be able to talk and do content all day long and then go into work and say absolutely nothing is fantastic. Like it is, it is, I'm, I'm living in like two different separate realities right now, which is great. I'm sure the people that work are like, this guy never talks to anybody, but I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to thousands of people a day, folks. <laughs> so that's, that's really fun. I'm still trying to get used to whatever time zone I'm in. I don't know why it's so hard to wake up in Texas, but uh, uh, well, go ahead. No, I'm just saying you're two hours ahead of what you used to be. So there's gotta be some adjustment there because you're in, you're in Central, you were in East Coast or Pacific or East Coast time or West Coast, good guy, West Coast time. But yeah, I would imagine there is time. Every time I go somewhere that's two hours ahead of me, like when I was in Indiana, it, it took, takes me the entire trip to acclimate to the fact that the time zone is two hours ahead of what I'm used to. It's yeah. I am every single time. So I feel you there. Yeah. Oh, no, man. And, you know, with the last time we filled up our gas tank, this is why the people tune in, I know. The last time we filled up our gas tank was uh, September 12th, and we're only on half a tank of gas right now because we live so close and everything is so close around us. So we're saving a ton of money on gas. We're saving a ton of money because marijuana is not legal out here. So I've, thank God, I don't need to smoke any more pot right now, folks. I got stuff to focus on. So we're saving a ton of money with that. Haley and I are not going out anywhere. We are just, like we said, the triangle routine is in big time effect right now, my friends. And it's because of that triangle routine that more things are coming to fruition. This OBS system, which got me in such a foul mood the last couple months, the last couple weeks trying to figure this out, man, just blew my mind. And being able to do this right now, and now when we when we first started, I, I even told you, I'm like, dude, I could probably teach people how to do this within the next couple months of me consistently doing this. So it's that that first learning curve is just so crazy. And it's it's stuff like this that I think we could bring even more content to Kayfabe Tease about with tutorials. I mean, I you're you're great with your tutorials with how to build a website on what for apparel. I can teach people how to do this. We can teach people how to make consistent content. There's an audience built into the wrestling community that's yeah. searching for something like that also. So the ideas are turning and churning. It says it's a good time, my friend. It's a good time. Yeah, man. That's exciting. I love that idea. I love uh, we've talked about a lot, you know, our last in our last conversation, 
uh, vision of, of what what is K15s? What could it be? And and the more we talk about it, yeah, it's a content creation, you know, platform mm-hmm. or company. Con- I'll say content creation company, but company starts with a C. Yes. Right? Content creation is KK and a C. We don't want to. We don't want three of those. Yeah. That's just that's just better for everyone. So, um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, it is that. But the more we talk about tutorials and sharing our experience that's not behind a paywall right now, yeah. uh, we, become, we become a resource for these content creatives, these creatives, these, these people, entrepreneurs who are aspiring to create a brand and monetize it themselves. We become a resource company where they can reach out to us and we can say, oh yeah, here's OBS, check this out, watch these tutorials. Oh yeah, this is what Four Perils website, this is how you build a site on there. Oh yeah, this is, you know, graphic Doug. Tutorials, design. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it could be all encompassing for people to come to us and say, "Man, I'm trying to start. Do you have a, a starter kit?" But yep, here you go. Here's a starter kit. When you're ready for the upgraded version, come talk to us. It's still going to be free for right now because we're just trying to help everybody. The arising time, you know, everyone improving their game is better. For us to take the antithetical approach of like, I don't want to share these secrets with you because you might steal some of my yes. ideas, so you might blah blah blah. No, it's like, no, dude, go find your groove, go find your niche, go find your audience, go find your voice. We're back, we'll back you. We're super pumped for you to be part of, you know, our, our team or our, to help you grow. And to have that mindset is so opposite the current mindset that it already sets us apart. People like, these dudes care. I want to be a part of them. I want to help them as well. So that will, that will help kind of grow what we eventually become anyway. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's super exciting to think about that. I'm with you, man. I mean, let's 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 say this: What for Apparel really just needs one podcast to explode out of everything that we help, and you yeah. make that merch for them, and then bam, there's a there there's a giant money opportunity yeah. right there. So money will come from helping people, my friends. Uh, what else? What else? Do we, I, I love that idea, Josiah. I think that I think that we're trying. And documenting this whole process has been so interesting, just trying to piece together what we're trying to do. Because, folks, when we first started, this was just a funny t-shirt thing that we want. Oh, how can we make funny t-shirts? Let's just start fucking kayfabe tees and do that. But it's evolved into something more, and I think it's great. Speaking of bringing in people and helping more people, we have a ton. And I mean a ton. Of new content coming to Kayfabe Tees. Uh, I just got off the phone with Doug a couple minutes ago, our Kayfabe artist. He yeah. he asked me at eight o'clock in the morning for a selfie with a big smile on it. I said, Doug, let me do my hair first. This is very awkward to take a very happy <laughs> selfie in the freaking morning, but I did it. <laughs> and uh, so he's working on the he's working on the art and the graphic right now for something that's going to be called Kayfabe Coffee. Man, I see a lot of mugs being sold with Kayfabe coffee on it, my friends. Yeah, I need to get you just a Kayfabe teeth mug to start as you're as you're doing this. So I need to make a note of that. Love it, love yeah, it. I, I feel like you, I feel like you do need some some mugs to drink from on this on this show. So I'll, I'll make a note. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. So Kayfabe coffee is either going to be a live every morning. Uh, uh, thing with me and a guest Josiah can come on every now and then Doug can come on every now and then many people can come on every now and then 
And that what, what, what my vision for that kind of is a half hour of me scrolling through Twitter with people and talking about the news of the day. Kind of like, what, I, I don't know if you remember this or if anyone out there ever watched PBS other than The Muppet Show, but on, 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 on PBS, they would have a guy that just read the newspaper to you in, in, in the morning and he would comment on what he read. And I'm like, that's freaking hilarious. I can do something like that. Yeah. The content's already out there. Other people are writing the content. I just need to comment on it. So I'll, I'll probably use a site like uh, Sean Ross Sapp. I'll, I might use Fightful. I might use The Observer. I might use whatever's out there, you know? Like, yeah. And then yeah. once we start moving forward, people can send me tweets to, to comment on. And I can just wake up and my feed can be filled with stuff. And uh, there's a there's a way that on here I can put the feed right next to me, and we can read it together, we can watch it together, we can comment on it together. So I think that has has some legs right there, and that's why I'm trying to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning so I can make that at seven thirty. So maybe and, and the best thing about that is you'll get different moods of Adam Rotella also every single day. So you never know what you're going to wake up to. Also coming to Kayfabe yeah. content. What, what, what do you think about Kayfabe coffee? That sounds like a good little prep. Uh... It, yeah, yeah, I love, I love that idea. It's a perfect little elevator pitch there of the concept <laughs> of the format, and uh, I think it's going to be awesome. Um, I, I look forward to waking my ass up early to be in a couple of those because it's going to be. There we go, my friends. <laughs> yeah, man. See, see, folks, this is an actual business meeting. I've never told. Josiah about that at all. So there we go right there. Coming this Wednesday to Kayfabe content, a half hour before AEW, myself and this guy Jimmy is will be doing a yeah. will be doing a half hour pre-show on this new OBS format. It's going to be a whole different look. I have us on billboards with a little neon sign that says preview yeah. above us. And uh, uh, I'm using my brand since I built the thing, and then we'll talk to Jimmy afterwards about that. <laughs> Jimmy's just hearing that for the first time, folks. And uh, so that'll be an every Wednesday thing. Jimmy has been a very, very persistent content creator with me. I've been on a couple shows with him, and Jimmy has what it takes because I, I see something in him. I see something between uh, mine and his interactions. It's very over the top. It's very fun. And I think people, you know, there's so many people out there that do post shows and those are for analysts. You know, those are for journalists. Those are for the, the, those are, those are for sites where you want to go for your wrestling news. I'm really looking for wrestling entertainment to do. So that's going to, that's why we're tackling the pre-show because no one out there is doing the pre-show. So you got to be different to stand out, my friends. So we got that coming. Also, also just started last week with a hour long, uh, actually it was an hour and a half with this guy, Gary, Gary Horn, like the car, uh, with the NWA show. And man, this, this dude has the passion about the NWA that I have about the NWA. It really seems like combining our forces was just such a good idea with TV coming along. So what, what, what Gary brings to that NWA show is structure. And he's been doing another podcast for the last three years. So he has that consistent, consistent content in a creator that I'm personally looking to work 
to work with. So there it is, folks. There's all the content coming to Kayfabe Tees. Gary actually just interviewed the world's heavyweight champion last night, Nick Aldis. So we got that content coming to you next week as well. So we started off with a bang. The NWA is very excited that we're working together. I chatted with the champ for a little while yesterday as well. He's excited to see both Gary and I working with each other. Man, the rocket ship is just about to light its spark, Josiah. It's 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 been it's been a long two years, but those two years finding you, finding content creators has opened up doors and we're just about to step through some right now. So exciting times. Yes, man, it's awesome. I think it's uh again what we've talked about, bringing content under the KFA TV, KFA radio umbrella and providing that to people uh, for free is is amazing. I'm super excited to to listen and to hear those shows coming up. I, I heard you and Jimmy together on I think it was a SummerSlam preview or, or something like that. It was something like that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it, it's super. I mean, but man, it was hilarious. I really enjoyed the the dynamic between you two, and uh, so that's super exciting, man. And um, talk to me a little bit about how much time do we have? What have we, what have we been doing in our lives? We're good. Uh, we got we got like eight minutes, nine minutes. Okay. So. Um, Talk to me a little bit about, as you're talking about the people that you're, you're beginning to partner with, obviously you always, you get a, a lot of solicitations from people saying, I want, let's do a show. I could do a show. Why am I not a part of the show? I could co-host. Oh, so, so tell me a little bit about, about the, the criteria, the resume, the, the expectations you have when, a, when someone approaches you to co-host you or you get into a conversation with someone. What are you looking for in the person, uh, in their history? And their consistency. What do you look for, and, and what do you see when you think, no, okay, I'm signing on with this dude to do a series of shows or, or, or a consistent podcast. What, what sure. Absolutely. Well, you know, there's there's that's, that 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 works pretty well on on a couple of different levels of things right now. Obviously, the reason why you and I are talking with each other is you have a great handshake, and that was about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes sometimes it's just a feeling my man sometimes it's just a feeling and then like how how josiah and i started it was just a let's just try to build a company from scratch and together like that and i josiah had a great rapport with people that i have a lot of trust in 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 the wrestling community i just didn't come to josiah willy-nilly i i talked to jay-z i talked to matt coon i talked to a lot a lot of people that worked with josiah before and they gave him they gave him the thumbs up to just do merch with him and then once I met Josiah I'm like this guy is really funny and he has the same sense of humor that I have we could probably parlay this into something else down the line and then I kind of just jumped on him and said hey we're starting this next week and Josiah just went along with it and I gotta love him for that yeah. uh, when it comes to Jimmy um, it's really that persistence that Jimmy had with me that I have so much respect for because that's the same persistence that I'm showing with the NWA, that I'm trying to show to David Lagana, and Nick Aldis, our president, Willie, uh, William Patrick Corgan. Shit, I almost called him Willie. Let's never do that. That's Man, that. You, almost, you almost pulled the center block out of that jam. Not going to call him <laughs> Willie anymore. No, no, no. <laughs> And then with, with then with Gary, my man, it was kind of following the breadcrumbs about some 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 things that people within the NWA were saying. And then I finally listened to one of his shows because 
I, I might produce a whole lot of content, but I'm not really out there watching and studying other people's content because I don't want to be influenced by everybody. There, there, there's a select handful that I watch, you know, Sean Ross Sapp from Fightful, everything that Conrad does, obviously. And now I'm watching Gary Vee. You guys hear me talk about that guy all the time. And then some vloggers to try to up my game a little bit more down the line. But when it comes to that, I'm looking for people that have consistent content. I'm looking for people that I personally vibe with as well. Uh, gotta have a sense of humor. Gotta understand that, you know, I, I, I might come off as a guy with a, with a lot of personality and a lot of confidence, but I really don't have that much right now. So I'm looking for people to lead me. And, and I'm a great follower when it comes to, when it comes to content. So that's what I'm looking for, man consistency, personality, and, cons and and persistence with me is what I'm looking for. Yeah, fantastic, man. Well, I am super stoked for the new line of shows that are be coming up. And just, you know, shows coming up and debuts and season premieres. There we go. This week, this week is the start of some television, my friend. Uh, I think WWE is calling it their season premiere, which is, Weird, because I didn't know that WWE had seasons. I didn't know there was a delineation, and no one once started, you know what I mean? So, uh, But we've got AEW, we've got SmackDown going to Fox, we've got Raw. What do you think, man? What are your predictions this week? What's going to happen to kind of, in either show, to kind of plant the flag and say, all right, we're here, and this this is a real thing. What what, what are your expectations going into this week? Uh, I think my expectations for, for, for Raw on Monday and for everyone, they should be absolutely huge expectations because Monday is going to be the first, the first th WWE gets the first viewing out of every single other wrestling promotion this week. So if WWE doesn't come out of the gate big, dude, if they don't bring back Stone Cold Steve Austin, if they don't on a, on a regular basis, if they don't do something wild and crazy like that, if they're just sticking to the same formula, they're going to be in a little bit of trouble, I can tell down the line. Yeah. But it kind of sounds like um it, it kind of sounds like NXT and AEW are what everyone's going to be watching. Is there a certain thing that you're personally looking for when it comes to the first AEW TV show? What, what what can AEW do to impress you right off the bat? Man, I think I think for me, obviously there's there's the idea of, of a surprise debut, someone showing up first episode of TV that kind of sets the holy kind of like you know Nitro did that with with Luger showing up. Now I don't expect you know a WWE talent or NXT talent to jump ship and not show up. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. I think there's, there's too much contractually there yeah. now that wouldn't allow those loopholes to happen anymore because they learned their lesson. But a debut of, of someone that is well-known returning like a CM Punk, not saying it would be a CM Punk, but someone like that showing up you know, on their television and kind of just firing off that shot. I think for me, what I'm going to be looking for is how they're going to deliver on their their promises and their concepts of more sports-driven mm -hmm. um, competition, the wins and losses mattering. I'm really looking for. I know it'll be the first show, but I want to see how they how those ideas start to come to fruition in the first show. The win-loss records, the the more athletic and sports-based competition-based presentation. I'm going to be looking for them to kind of stay true to that. 
and and because if, if they come out of the gate and it's just the same kind of vibe as a, as a Raw or a SmackDown and there's no real different presentation or you know, then it's going to be like, well, that's not really what I was expecting. But I, I want to see that different angle on the whole thing. Here's here's exactly how they can do that right away, my man. The first match ever on AEW television, I believe I read, is going to be Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara. Cody Rhodes, right. yep. Cody Rhodes has come out and said if he loses that match, he will not be going on to right. face Chris Jericho at the next thing. So I'm looking for that panda dude to upset Cody Rhodes in a great match, but I'm looking for that upset to happen. Get that new guy over. Let people know that this is a this is a guy to watch. And then right afterwards, maybe 20 minutes after, even right after the match, having that promo with, with Cody Rhodes saying, you know what, or even somebody has to come out and say, because of this loss, you are not facing Chris Jericho at that first pay-per-view. Yeah. I think you got to think that they set that up just to do that the first time out. So that, 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 that can yeah. change things right away for me. Yeah, that would, that would set a pretty, a pretty a good, good precedent in that whole competition-based format that they want to present. So I did read Cody say that and in the back of my mind I thought well that would be an interesting wrinkle in this whole plan to see him have to earn his way back to that title shot with Chris and that he would be the great guinea pig to 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 prove that system of competition based wins losses matter who better to prove it with than Cody freaking Rhodes right? yep. have him lose the first day and he's got to go through the system so again everyone's going to be watching people have already purchased tickets for that full gear pay-per-view right Everyone wants to see Jericho and Cody. It should happen. So if you take that away from Cody, all of the eyes of the fans are going to be focused on how he earns that position back, and it sets that precedent for people following him on how, what they need to do to earn a title shot in the future. So I think that's that's a great a great way to to set that bar for sure. What about you? What are you going to be looking for first AEW television? You know, man, I'm really looking for. What I'm what I'm listening to. I'm very excited to hear Jr. and Tony Schiavone call wrestling again and to yeah, call it together. Yeah. I mean, they haven't done that in probably what thirty years or thirty years or more at this point. I bet. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, call me an old fart. Call me a whatever you want to. But I'm that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm also I also want to see how they're going to treat their storylines how they're going to introduce us because folks you have to introduce us to who these people are nobody knows who they are like yeah yeah if you're outside the wrestling bubble nobody knows who these people are so i'm looking to see how they're going to introduce us to them and people always say well you got to watch being the elite to know who they are tell that to everyone else out there folks yeah you, you cannot tell people to go click on this to go find out about this. It has to be seamless content. So for I'm, I'm looking for how they introduce us to these new people. I'm looking to see if there's going to be that side of the AEW wrestling that I haven't been a big fan of, the, 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 the over-the-top comedy, the over-the-top blood and guts, which is... I, I, I don't need thumbtacks to be poured in people's mouths. So if there's thumbtacks being poured in people's mouths, I'm not really a fan of that. Yes, I don't have to be a fan of everything, but uh, the, the, most, the, the most important thing I'm looking for is how they introduce us to people. Yeah, and that'll be interesting to see, you know, since it's a cable television show, how much of the hardcore they can 
get away with or what, what the line is there. <clears throat> I do think that JR and, and Tony Schiavone calling wrestling together is going to be, I think it's a very strategic move. Because you have the voice of the Monday Night Wars, wars from, from both sides. The lead guy from WCW, the lead guy from WWF at the time, together calling wrestling. And you're going to have those people who watch during that time, flipping through the channels, and hear a Tony Schiavone or hear a Jim Ross and say, what is this? I know those voices. They were the voices of two legitimate wrestling guys. Yep. I'm going to stop, I'm going to listen, and I'm going to watch. So. I'm really looking forward to that. It's a, it's a really cool to, to, like I said, realize that the top commentators from the two boring companies before are now together helping build this new thing. It's just super awesome. And you bring up a good point about building and, and introducing us to new stars because you can't ask the layman fan, the common fan, the casual fan to go to www.youtube.com slash being the elite because they don't want to do that. They don't know what that means. It's really hard to get people download or to do something different when they're already it's already in front of them yep yeah red rocks thing yeah at the red rocks thing we had this this sponsor called band app and they wanted lots of downloads and they wanted to put the event schedule in the band app they wanted to put the vendor village map in the band app they wanted to put the merch in the band app and i told the event promoter i was like listen dude people sitting in that audience are already there no one Hardly anybody is going to pull out their phone, download an app for one night just to find information that they should already have access to in the first place. Yep. So I understand what the sponsor is asking for. It's great on paper, logistically, and working it out. They're not going to have success because people are going to want to go to our website, find the information, or just have it on the jumbotrons that are already freaking there in the first place. So this probably isn't the best it's probably not going to work out great for them. Absolutely. Because people don't want to go different places for information they expect to already have when they're tuning in, you know? Yeah, and let's 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 end on this, my friend. Um, WWE, again, circling the wagons, talking about the announce team, just announced a couple days ago, Jerry the King Lawler will be on Monday Night Commentary. So again... You you see you see WWE making changes with a brand that hasn't even done anything yet. So the WWE is playing second already, and this is a very telling sign to me. I think Jerry Lawler, I find him extremely humorous, folks. I really, really do. I want puns in wrestling. Sorry, I do. Uh, so WWE, again, making changes with something that hasn't even happened yet. It's funny that they are that reactionary and nothing's even hit television yet. Yeah. So that, that'll be interesting. I don't know. Did it say who he's replacing in the booth? There's a whole different team coming, man. Like, uh, the, the, everything's been thrown up. Everything's been thrown up in the mix. As you can see, Josiah pays very close attention to the wrestling world, my friends. Tune in every week for his for his analytic insights. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, folks, we're going to end on that, and that's going to be the final clip of, uh, of, of the yeah. content right there. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week.